Alrighty, peeps. Listen, today's episode is going to be a little bit about who I am, what I do, what I got into this, you know, because I figured if you're going to be spending any time, like basically listening to anything that I got to say, you are going to want to know who the hell I am and why I'm doing this. And listen, uh, pretty much uh, everyone nowadays has a podcast, right? Like everyone has a YouTube channel. Well, you know what? What separates me from everyone else is probably going to be just who I am, my my ability to probably make you laugh, make you pissed off, my ideas on certain things. I'm the type of person who doesn't usually like to run with the rest of the group. I'm, I've always been the one to do what I want. And I, I, you know, I beat to the beat of my own drum, basically. Uh, it's not my first rendezvous here. Uh, with audio and, and podcasting, as I mentioned before, I used to run and operate a internet radio station called clubzone.fm. And they're like, man, like we had some of the best DJs around the world. Uh, we had some of the most incredible uh, producers and creators in the industry at that time uh, rocking with us. And, and it was great. It's been a couple of years since that specific time. Uh, you know, that was back in like 2004. 15 was the very last probably show that I've done uh, music wise, radio wise with them. Uh, And, you know, things shut down. But whatever, man, we are now heading into a whole new uh, genre of things here. Uh, Like I have mentioned in the the last one, like I want to be able to speak to people who are in the creative field, people who are uh, thriving, succeeding or even still trying. And, and really like putting their passion behind what they do and love and spread that message and let them have this platform for them to be able to talk to others and, and be able to express, uh, you know, what it is that makes them great or why they create and what inspired them. And everyone needs that, you know, outlet. Everyone needs a, a place that they can do that at. So anyway. As I mentioned before, my name is Alex, and uh, I'm going to be coming to you guys with this podcast every single Friday. Uh, Listen, on top of this, I do uh, short films. I do feature films. I'm in the film industry. Uh, It's been a passion of mine. I I fell in love with the uh, with the film world way back when when I saw the Sandlot and interview with a vampire. I said, man, I want people to feel uh, certain things like when we watch movies, we have certain feelings when we, there's different scenes or certain thing, things are happening and, and you just you just fall in love with characters or or cry with them or laugh with them. And, and I want to invoke that type of feeling into others and and make them feel happy most of the time. I mean, that's the type of films I want to put out there. I want to put stuff that inspires others. And uh, and it wasn't an easy road to get here. Okay. I'm 36 years old and it took me a while to get here. I graduated from high school. I had a scholarship for musical theater and drama. And honestly, I, I for sure as hell didn't think I was going to make it anywhere with that. Uh, who the hell at that time I thought I was going to be the next Antonio Banderas. That wasn't going to work for me. Um, I'm a, I'm a Puerto Rican, six foot five, uh, white looking dude. Uh, I don't even look like I'm Puerto Rican. Everybody always thinks that I'm white dude from Union City, New Jersey. But now, man, like I was born and raised in Puerto Rico and I came to the States, I think when I was eight years old, Uh, I spent some time here in the States before that. Uh, And and I just, you know, I fell in love with cinema. I fell in love with what I was watching, whether it was on TV or on the big screen. And and I wanted to do that uh, badly. In high school, I did theater. I, I learned uh, what it takes to be in front of the camera or in front of an audience. And I 
truly loved it. I had the ability to uh, to make people feel something through my acting, and that made me very happy. Uh, I just wasn't very sure if that's exactly what I wanted to do in my head. Like, is this going to really get me somewhere? And so, you know, what did I do? I had a career day workshop in school, and I had every single branch of service in the military uh, come up to me except for the United States Marines. And I think they were playing head games with me from the get go. So I went up to them and I asked them, hey, man, you know, like everybody else went up to me and gave me all these pamphlets and cards and wants to speak to me and recruit me and put me into the pulley system, except for you guys. And basically they were like, yeah, no, we don't think you're going to make it. Uh, We don't think you got the stuff to be one of the few and the proud. And I was just like, really, is that is that what we're thinking? And I was already down on myself thinking that I wasn't going to be doing anything good in college. I wasn't a great student, man. And I hate math and, and any other subject that's not like writing or reading because I do enjoy that as well. And so, well, I joined the Marine Corps and never looked back. I served during Operation Iraqi Freedom and Enduring Freedom. Um, I seen some shit. I know some shit. And you know what? That's what will keep that. Um, I had a great time with my brothers and sisters in the military. I, you know, one of the great things about being a Marine is that, you know, we have a saying, once a Marine, always a Marine. And and it's like a big fraternity, a big family that, you know, anywhere I go, whenever I show my ID or they know that I'm a Marine, they see my stickers on my truck, immediately I get love. And, you know, it's it's something that I'm going to carry with me and that cannot be taken away from me ever. And I do mean ever. You can't take the title away from me. Now, I did get out and and I had some issues, physical issues, you know, what was it like a friggin' herniated disc and like two crushed discs in my lower back, but whatever, man, you know, um, when I got out, uh, I started, you know, just working, working my ass off. This is something that, um, you know, mentally I, I, I wasn't prepared for after I got divorced. Like I didn't know like where or what I wanted to do um, after I got out. I knew I had to be my VA benefits. But when you when you got out of the military back then, nobody really g- gave you a guide to exactly what to do next. You went you went to separation classes. You were being taught what it was like to be out in the civilian world again and how to adapt to it. But man, once they drop you off at the curb with everything, it was that was just it. That nobody gives you any any type of advice or ideas or or how to get a job. They were like, yeah, so this was your MOS. You know, you couldn't put your your military occupational code online like you can now, and it spits out a bunch of data of what jobs you can get and what you can do in the civilian sector and how you're going to be able to make money. You got out, and you know, a lot of guys get out with a lot of problems in their heads, a lot of PTSD. And sometimes at that time, the VA wasn't very helpful at all. And so, you know, shit hit the fan. And this is why you get a lot of veterans that are now hooked on different drugs or just fucked up in the head, basically, and and still don't have a a career in front of them. But I can say that I am one of the few that did make it out. Uh, Luckily for me, my family uh, came up here from Florida. And, uh, you know, uh, I was able to get my feet on the ground again. Uh, went off and, and running. I, I worked my ass off. And after a while, I decided that it was time to go to school and maybe pick up this trade that I truly love. Right. And it wasn't easy because at first I wanted to do computer science because I also love computers. I'm a fucking nerd. And the amount of time that I was about to spend doing math, I, I was just like, yeah, no, no, this isn't this, I thought that this was going to be for me because I was chasing the money. 
I knew there was money in, in, in the field. So that's what I wanted to do. That's where I wanted to go. And unfortunately, it's not what my heart wanted to do. So I switched, man. I dropped, I withdrew from uh, my very first classes and I, I went straight uh, into media technologies and picked right up where I fell in love back in high school. Uh, now, in between the military and that time, I was still dabbing in some stuff. Like I, I would, you know, obviously watch a shit ton of movies. Dude, I, I worked in Blockbuster and in Hollywood video. Like that's how much love I had for the industry. I never stopped learning. And if you're going to be in this field, creating movies, films, commercials, TV or whatever, that's basically your encyclopedia. Your encyclopedia is a library of movies. People today have Netflix, so it's easier for them to just sit down and learn and, and see the techniques and the lighting and the coloring and everything that you need to learn. But at that time, we rented DVDs. So it, it's it's not a fine line, right? So it's not like, oh my God, this is what I want to do. I'm going to go to school for it and I'm going to get out and make millions. No, that's that just not how it goes. Um, I still had problems with the uh, with getting out, with the pains my, from the military, my injury. Um, I knew that I had a love for theater and film, so... Uh, I, I went, I dove in head first into, into school and, um, and that's what I wanted to learn. Now in the meantime, you know, in order for me to make money and, and do more, I got into, um, internet radio, into the internet radio business. Uh, and believe it or not, back in 2009, 2010, yeah, 2010, there was the internet you know, it was still believe it wasn't still as as high end as it is now. You're talking about two years removed from Facebook being launched. Uh, MySpace was still a thing. So 2010, we decided to create Club Zone, and shit, man, like Club Zone took off. You know, we decided to get all the DJs that were playing in clubs here in New York and New Jersey and put them in in front of of the world, basically, and and transmitted through the internet. And it was just it was more than just listening to the music and listening to hosts speaking and having guests. We had cameras in the studio. So we were kind of a little bit ahead of ourselves when it came to all of that. And I was, um, and I was really happy. I was really happy with what we were doing. And, you know, we got nominated for a lot of awards, uh, the, you know, the Latin mix awards and all kinds of streaming, streaming awards for the music and for the hosts and for the shows and for the guests that we were booking. We we're booking guests from Bravo television, NFL players, WWE wrestlers, um, you name it. We had them and it was, it was a time of our lives. In the meantime, um, I was still, you know, wanting to do more film and more, uh, creative things. And it, it, it was hard because with my injury, I couldn't just go get a job. It, it, it was holding me back. I couldn't just say, Hey, let me go work here and, and whatever. It was limiting me to what I could live, to how far I can walk, how, if I can run, if I can stand, if I can sit for too, for too long. Like all of that had its, they all had its limit, limitations. And so it took time for me to adapt my myself, right? My brain to what my body was trying to tell me to do. So I graduated from, from school, got my media technologies. Uh, unfortunately, right before that, uh, Club Zone closed down. Uh, things didn't work out with a certain uh, investor that we had. Um, so, you know, things like this take money. You got to pay for streaming rights. You got to pay for the music you spin. Uh, you got to pay for servers. You got to pay for, I mean, for everything, anything and everything you got to pay for. So unfortunately, um, as I was starting to get back into film, that part of my life started basically disappearing and moved on from that. Now, like I mentioned before, even till this day, we're talking about nine years later. 
later from the first like time that we went live, people still talk about it. People still want to resurrect the brand and it's something that maybe one day I'll get back into. But right now I'm having too much fun uh, with film and, and television and, and, and creating on the web. So I went to a big four year university right after that, man, and, and really learned the ropes, really learned more television and uh, dabbled more into heavier film studies. And man, let me tell you something. It really opened up my eyes to things that I thought that I knew, you know, like your your normal person who sits at home, watches YouTube, uh, creates a bunch of YouTube videos and thinks, hey, I'm a filmmaker now. Like there's this whole world, this whole thing behind it that you got to be able to understand. You got to be able to understand the lighting, the composition. Uh, you know, you know where it goes. If you're a creator and you're listening to this right now, then you know what goes into I'm not going to bore you, but you know what goes into this type of environment and what we got to do. And for a couple of years there, man, after Club Zone, right after graduating community college, getting into a four year university, I, I fell into into the Depression. Um, it was hard. Uh, I cared a lot about my, you know, the likes and what people thought and what I was creating and how many subscribers I can get. And it was hard. It was, it, it, you know, social media has this false sense of of accomplishment that if you don't have a certain amount of likes or if you don't have a certain amount of, of followers, you kind of fall to the wayside and you see all these other people perhaps succeeding, throwing up a facade on Instagram that they're succeeding or Facebook or whatever or whatever they're using, and you fall for that. You your brain starts telling you, look what they're doing. How come you're not doing it? Or how come, you know, you don't put more time into this. And I'm the type of person, man, I work around the clock. You know, I bust my ass for everything, but whether it's a film or a commercial or, or at the studio, I'm always thinking of ways to innovate, creating. It's what I do. I'm writing, I'm reading, and I take pride in that. I, I don't know if anybody out there listening right now has this, you know, has, shared this problem, but like I got into a dark place that I was just like, man, is this really for me? And all because you see everyone else basically doing the things that you want to do or, or pushing themselves and, and, you know, it's, it's on social media all the time. So it's in front of your face. Do I shut down social, social media? Do I delete it? You know, do I find myself in a place where, um, I only think about me, but what if I don't, if I don't have social media, how do I advance? People won't see my work. I'm, it, it, it's like a fucking rabbit hole that never fucking ends. Like a big loophole of bullshit that just stares at you right in the face and smacks you in the fucking mouth. Like that's how bad it is. And it took a lot of time for me to pick myself up from that dark hole that I was in, man. Like all I thought about what is what's next and, and what is this person doing and what is that? How come that person? And I don't understand why this person gets, everybody is different. That's something that I learned later on. And I took a hard look at myself in the mirror and I learned everybody's different. Everybody's journey is different and you shouldn't compare yourself to anyone else. I did that for a long time. I fell for it. I looked at everybody else's workflow and accounts and thought to myself, fuck this. Like, you know, take what I know and what I want to do in my own hands to like where basically I can control it and just run with it. Just go with it. And as I mentioned before, it just took a long time. If anybody out there listening to this right now has had that same problem where they fell into to that dark place or were just staring at what everyone else was doing and forgot who they truly are, please let me know, you know, on Twitter or, or Instagram, which is the only two freaking tools I use. And and tell me I, I was there once and or or no or or how you looked past it because it's hard. It was hard. 
Now I, I've, I've removed myself from thinking like that. I do what I want to do on my own time. I take part of certain projects and, and just do that. I don't think about doing 10 things at once. If I want to do one thing like this podcast, this is what I'm concentrating on. Now I will be adding on a video portion to this as well. On top of that, you know, I'm going to be doing uh, some filming and when I'm on, on, on set in different places, if I can just bring my mic and recorder and talk there and put some podcast together uh, for you guys. That's what I'm going to do because I don't want to stop doing this. I've also, please tell me if you've fallen into this too, where you start something, you fall in love with the whole part of putting something together and you don't finish it. For instance, my debut documentary, Start Broadcast, shit, that started in 2016. And till this day, I'm still finishing the intro for it. You know, I, I, I fell again. I fell into a hole where I saw everybody else and started comparing and not just to caring, not just like caring, caring about what I want to do. You know, I fucking fell into seeing what others were doing and totally forgot, hey, this is you, man. This is what you got to do now. Fuck everyone else, you know, and fuck you're gonna just do it, you know, get it done. Speed. Speed is, is your friend right now because, you know, nothing in life is perfect. You just want to be able to get it done. And if you need to tinker it and make adjustments along the way, you do that. But the more you get done and the faster you get it done and the more eyes that see it, you know, the more successful you're going to be with the things that you want to do. It's just the same. I tell myself that every day. I'm glad that I completely got out of that dark place. It was bad. Everyone around me suffered because of it, because I was pretty much an asshole. I was just not a good person to be around. And it took a long time for me to forget about everyone else and just think about me and the decisions that I want to make and how far I want to be able to put uh, my work out there. And I do have a lot of great inspirations and a lot of great people around me. A lot of veterans that are now in the film industry who help out people that I can talk to that just basically agree that you have to do what you got to do for yourself. That's what this podcast is, is you know, in case I missed that, and I think I missed that. I, I missed that about myself for a while there. My uh, ability to think on my own feet and get things done and not care about what anybody else is doing or thinking. And that's where I'm at now, you know? And I hope that there's other people out there too that I can share that passion with that understand that it's hard to be a a creative mind. Kind of been rambling on now for a couple minutes and I uh, just wanted to give you guys a little bit of uh, who I am and what we're going to be bringing to you here and in case I missed it. And, you know, I'm hoping that the next podcast I bring you, I have someone here with me to kind of vibe off and, and talk some creative with them and, and poke into their minds and basically get into some questions and have a conversation. It's not going to be an interview. It's just a regular conversation. Thanks again, guys, for uh, taking the time to listen to actually my very first real podcast. Is, and I'm hoping that, you know, this continues on for a long time. You can follow me on Instagram, Alexis Cardoza. Same thing for uh, uh, Twitter, except that for Twitter, it has an underscore in the front. So it's underscore Alexis Cardoza. So hope I hear from you guys and uh, share the podcast. You don't have to give it five stars, but share it, share it, share it, share it, share it. Share it. That'll, that'll get us someplace and uh like i mentioned before i got some fucking people that are gonna come on here and they're gonna spit some shit let's rock talk to you guys soon